Well, God bless you one more time in Jesus' name. It's time for our scripture reading for the night. Where we want to read into the word of God and just read uh, and to understand and to know what does saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you agree with me with that? You know, the Lord is good and he's greatly to be praised. So let's start reading in around 1 Samuel chapter 7, around verse number 1. It says, And the men of Kirjah-Jerim came and fetched up the ark of the Lord and brought it into the house of Abinadab in the hill and sanctified Eliza his son to keep the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass while the ark abode in Kirjath Jerim that the time was long, for it was twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. And Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If you do return unto the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the strange gods and Asherahs from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord, and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. <laughs> And the children of Israel did put away Balaam and Asherah and served the Lord only. And Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray for you unto the Lord. And they gathered together Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on the day and said, There we have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged Israel in Mizpah. And when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together to Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. See, they were afraid because they had been getting defeated by these same Philistines over and over again. And the children of Israel said to Samuel, Cease not to cry unto the Lord your God for us, for he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. So they said, Samuel, pray for us. And sometimes in order for you to get victory, you need another man of God to pray for you. And Samuel took a suckling lad, offered for a burnt offering holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availed of much. Not only that, don't stop coming before the Lord empty. Give him an offering. And, and as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to the battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines and disconfited them, and they were smitten before Israel. They got the victory that day. The Bible says, and the Bible says that the Lord disconfited them. That means that the Lord confused the enemy. Shaka, In the name of Jesus. There's some people that's going to come out against you. And you've been being defeated time and time again. But because now you don't start to sacrifice and turn from the strange gods. And turn away from the sin that easily besets you. And now all of a sudden you shall get the victory Simply because the sacrifice that has been sacrificed for you is the Lamb of God, which is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And because the Lamb of God has been sacrificed, 
you shall get the victory. See, some of you didn't understand that the Lamb of God has been sacrificed. And because you don't understand that the Lamb of God has been sacrificed, you thought you just had forgiveness of sin. But not only do you have forgiveness of sin, you have victory now in the battle. In the name of Jesus, God is going to give you victory in the battle simply because of the sacrifice of my God in here, of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now let's go deeper. Let's go deeper into this thing. Let me show you something else. And the men of Israel went out to Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and smoked them until they came under Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shin and called the name of it Ebenezer, saying, Hitherto have the Lord helped us. So the Philistines were subdued, and they came no more into the coast of Israel, and the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. And the cities which the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel from, my God, from Ekron even unto Gath. When the coast thereof did Israel deliver out of the hands of the Philistines, and there was peace between them, Israel and the Amorites. Mm -hmm. And Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. See, Samuel was uh, Samuel was a judge. Uh huh. He was a he was a judge. He was a prophet, no doubt, and he was priest. Yeah, Mm-hmm. And he went from year to year in the circuit to Bethel and Gilgal and Mizpah and judged Israel in all those places. And his return was to Ramah, for there was was it was his house. And there he judged Israel, and there he built an altar unto the Lord. Let's go, let's go, let's go deeper. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons, his sons judge over Israel. Now watch this now, watch what happened. Because sometimes just because you got a great man of God, and sometimes just because you got a great man, uh, a great pastor, a great leader, and they, that pastor, that leader has sons, sometimes you tend to think that, well, you know, his sons are going to be the same great men and great pastors like uh, the daddy was, and sometimes it ain't true. Rebu <laughs> shakabaha. Mm -hmm. Sometimes... Um, the sons um, decide to go another way. Now watch this now. Now this is First Samuel chapter 8. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. Now watch this now. And the name of his firstborn was Joel. Joel and the name of his second was Abiah. And they were judges in Beersheba. And his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucre and took bribes and perverted judgment. So his sons didn't walk in the ways of Samuel. But they, they decide that they're going to run after money instead. Hmm. And watch this now. And took bribes and perverted judgment. And then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah. Watch this. And said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they when when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord, and the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people, and all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, 
but they have rejected me. Sometimes pastors think that they, the people have rejected them. No, they have not rejected you. They rejected the Lord. <laughs> Let us go deeper into this thing. And according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, wherein they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. And now therefore hearken unto their voices, albeit yet protest sullenly unto them, and show them what manner of king that they shall reign over them. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked him a king. And he said, This is the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots, for his horsemen. And some shall run before his chariots, and he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifty, and will set um, to, to, to ear his ground and to reap his harvest and to make his instruments of war and instruments of chariots. And he will take your daughters and be confessionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. And he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them, and give them to his servants. And he will take the tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give his officers into his service. And he will Take your messenger men service and your maid service and your god goodliest young men and your asses and put them to his work. And he will take the tenth of your sheep and he shall be to be his service. And you shall crown out in that day because of your king, in which you shall have chosen you. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Watch this now. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Satan, and they said, Nay, but we will have a king over us, so that so that we also may be like all the nations. That our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Hearken unto their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said unto them, Men of Israel, Go every man unto his city. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that <laughs> God had already told them through Samuel what kind of king was going to be over them. And yet they wanted a king anyway. <laughs> Oftentimes, God can tell us, and we can be shown already whom to marry and who not to marry. Mm -hmm. And God can tell us, well, all right, if you want this husband, if you want this wife, this what's gonna happen. This what's gonna be like. And, and yet, we do see trouble. We do see all the heartbreak. We do see all the confusion. We do see all the frustration. We see all the things that are going to befall us if we do these things and if we want this and if we really desire something that the Lord is telling us we don't need or we don't need it right now and yet we decide we're going to do it anyway even though we've been warned. Sometimes people say, well, how come God didn't warn me about this? And oftentimes we know he did. We we seen what kind of husband or wife we we be had we was gonna have over us. We seen what would happen if we disobeyed or dis do different things against the Lord or, or things in our life, and we already see what's gonna happen. We see the loss we may suffer, and yet for whatever reason, when we decide that we want to be just like the world. <laughs> 
You hear that book called up? Have you ever been there before? About Shaka, about Soko. Have you ever been there before when you see something coming at you? And yet, in the name of Jesus, you decide, hallelujah, about Koba, that you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yakoba Sheba. Lord, give us a king. That he may rule over us. Just like all the other nations have a king. And you see what happens when you want to be like everybody else? Why would you want to be like everybody else? And sometimes a person or the people that you're trying to be like, actually, they want to be like you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me read you First Samuel chapter 9. Now, there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zeor, the son of um, Becharath, the son of Epah, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a, a choice young man. And a goodly, and there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders upward, he was higher than any other people. And the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, Take now one of thy servants with thee, and arise, and go seek the asses. And he passed through the Mount of Ephraim, mm -hmm, passed through the land of Shelashah, but they found them not. Watch this now. And they passed through the land of Shalem, where they were not. And he passed through the land of Benjamites, but they found them not. And when they were come to the land of Zuppah, the Saul said to his servant, that was his with him, Come, let us return, lest my father leave, caring for the asses, and take thought for us. Now watch this notes. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in the city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. And all that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go thither, peradventure he can show us our way that we should go. Now right now, let me start there. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray that I be that type man. My God in here, that everything that I say come to pass. Not something I'm saying is evil. But everything that I say concerning the word of God, it comes to pass. So if I'm praying for someone to be healed, I pray that they be healed. If I'm praying for somebody to get direction in their life, I pray that they get direction. I, I pray that if the word of wisdom comes to me, that it come to pass. If it's a word of knowledge, that it come that is accurate. That it's the word of just a straight up prophecy of trying to tell somebody that something's gonna happen in the future, that it surely come to pass. Here about show called up I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that nothing that I say falls to the ground. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. And as a matter of fact, if it's not going to come to pass, then I pray to the Lord that I don't speak it. Because mm -hmm. I don't want to be like those who speak uh -huh, and nothing happens. I don't want to be the ones that, 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 that speak and no one gets healed. Nobody gets direction and nobody gets delivered. Hallelujah. Let me show you something. Let me keep reading this thing in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now, this is first Samuel chapter 9. Then says Saul to his servants, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is no at a present to bring to the man of God. And what have we? 
Now, back then, they wanted a they, they, they wanted a present for the man of God when they come before the man of God. And a servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver that I will give to the man of God to tell us our way. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come, and let us go to the seer. For he, for, watch this, for he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. And then said Saul to the servants, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went unto the city where the man of God was. So I says, and as they went up to the hill to the city, they found young maidens going to the draw water and telling to them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, He is. Behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came today to the city, for there is a sacrifice of the people today in a high place. And as soon as you come into the city, you shall go straightway and find him before he go up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until the, he come. Because he doth bless the sacrifice, and afterwards they eat that be bidden. Now therefore get you up, for about this time you shall find him. Watch this now. And they went up to the city, and when they were coming to the city, behold, Samuel came out against them. For to go up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Listen, the Lord had told Samuel in his ear, Lord have mercy, Lord speak to me. In my ears, he that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say unto the church. Lord, give me a spiritual ear that I may hear. And that should be your prayer. Now watch this. And tomorrow about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry has come upon them, unto me. And when Samuel saw saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold the man whom I spake to thee of, this same shall reign over my people. And then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where is the seer house is? Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let thee go, and will tell thee all that is in thy heart. And as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not my mind, set not thy mind on them, for they are found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel is not on thee, and on thy father's house. Now watch this. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He gave him a word of. This is a word of knowledge. Something that's presently going going on. He said, and I now pray. That the word of knowledge be in my mouth and be in your mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. And Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family the least of all the sons of the tribe of Benjamin? Wherefore then speaks thou so to me? And Samuel took, uh, Samuel took Saul and his servants and brought him to the parlor and made them sit in the cheapest place among them that were bidden, which were about thirty persons. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I gave thee, which I said unto thee, and set it by thee. And the cook took it up in the shoulder, and that which was upon it, and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee, and eat. For unto this time have it been kept of thee, since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did eat with Samuel that day. And when they were come down from the high place into the city, Samuel Commune with Saul upon the top of the house. 
And they arose early, and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul to the top of the house, saying, Up, that I may send thee away. And Saul arose, and they went out, both of them, he and Samuel, and abroad. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid thy servant pass on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, and I may show thee the word of God. Well, I says, I want to show you something. I want to keep reading 1 Samuel chapter 10. I want to see this myself. Because to me, this is fascinating. Because this is a word of wisdom. He's getting ready to get him now. He already gave him a word of knowledge. But now he's getting ready to give him a word of wisdom. And then Samuel took a veil of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him. And said, it is not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over the inheritance. When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulcher in the border of Benjamin. At Zilazah, and they will say unto thee, The asses which thy witness to seek are found. And lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses in sorrow for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? Then shall I go on forward from this, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabar, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, another carrying three loaves of bread, another carrying a bottle of wine, and they will salute thee and give thee two loaves of bread, and thou shalt receive the hands. And after that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrisons of the Philistines, and it shall come to pass, when thou art come hither to the city, thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place with a psaltery, and a tabric, and a pipe, and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and, and shalt be turned to another man. And let it be, when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do occasion serve thee, for God is with thee, and thou shalt go down before to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee, and offer burnt offerings and sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry, until I come to thee, and show thee what thou must do. That was a word of wisdom. Father, right now, we pray for a word of knowledge, and we pray for a word of wisdom. We pray that we know what's going on presently and in the past. And also we pray, Father God, that we have words for the future. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Let me show you some. Now that was First Samuel. Let me read some to you. Glory to God. I believe it's Luke chapter 8. Rabba Sheba Dahe. That's right, weep not. Weep not. Now watch this. Is, this is Luke chapter 9, and around verse 18 it says this. And it came to pass, as he was alone praying, his disciples were with him, and he asked them, saying, Whom say the people that I am? Father, we ask for the prayer life of Jesus. I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus for the prayer life of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And they asked and said, Who? They answered and said, John the Baptist. Some say Elias. Others say thou one of the old prophets is risen again. And he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Peter answered and said, Christ of God. And he straightly charged them and commanded them that they tell no man that thing, saying, The Son of Man must mm -hmm, suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and the chief priests 
and the scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. See, what you got to understand is if you're going to be like Jesus, you got to be willing to be rejected. Mm -hmm. And he said unto them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, the thing shall save it. What shall man be advantaged if he gain the whole world and lose himself and be cast away? For whosoever shall be ashamed of me, and my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed. And when he shall come in his own glory, and his Father of his holy angels, when I tell you of the truth, there shall some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the kingdom of God. And it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he took Peter and John and James and went up, up to a mountain up to pray. And he, as he prayed, the fashion of his contents was altered, and his raiment was white, glistening. And behold, there talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias, who appeared in glory and spake of his decease, which it should be accomplished at Jerusalem. But Peter and they that were with him, they were heavy with sleep. And when they were awake, they saw his glory, and the two men that stood with him. And it came to pass as they departed from him, Peter said unto Jesus, Master, is it good for us to be here? Let us make thee tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias, not knowing what he said. While he thus spake, there came a cloud and overshadowed them, and they feared as they entered into the cloud. And there came a voice out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved son, hear him. And when the voice was passed, Jesus was found alone, and they kept it close, and told no man in those days any of those things which they had seen. Now watch this now. Listen now. This is my son. Hear him. You know, not, not, not Moses. Not Elias. Because they had already spoken. And he said, who do men say I am? Some say Elias. Some say one of the prophets. Some say Jeremiah. Some say John the Baptist is risen. They had all kinds of things out here. Then Jesus asked to whom do you say I am? Peter says, thou art the Christ of God, the anointed one of God, the Christ of God, the Son of God. Now, Jesus take Peter, James, and John apart. And Peter and James and John got to see things, some of the things that the other disciples didn't get to see. And he took them apart. And when he took them apart, he was transfigured before them. And out of Jesus came Moses and Elijah speaking with him about his coming death and what he must accomplish. It was going to accomplish at Jerusalem. And Peter gets beside himself and says, Lord, let us build three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, one for Elijah. And yet, but Jesus already let him know that I'm not Moses. I'm not Elijah. I'm not Jeremiah. And I'm not one of the prophets. But I am the prophet. I'm the only one now that you have to listen to. Oh, that's what the Bible says when it said, God said, this is my beloved son and whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Listen, at the end of the day, at the last days, at the end of the day, I want you to know that it's all about Jesus. It's not about a man. It's not about a woman. It's not about Saul. It's not about Paul. It's not about Peter. It's not about your pastor. It's not about your deacon. It's not about your best friend. It's all about Jesus, if there's anything else involved in it, then it ain't right. <laughs> the people rejected God from being king. 
and they wanted a man of, they wanted a king of, so they rejected God's man. Listen, right now in Jesus' name, who's ruling over our lives? Shamato Kolaba. Who's going to rule over our lives today? Would it be the Lord Jesus? Would it be feelings? Would it be doctrine? Would it be religion? Would it be tradition? Would it be your insecurities? Get rid of the strange gods. And then you will get the victory. Learn how to sacrifice. And then you'll get the victory. Learn how to turn away from the sin that so easily besets us. And then we will start seeing the anointing. We'll start seeing the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom. We'll start seeing all these things manifest themselves in our natural, everyday lives. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord Christ of Nazareth, we sacrifice, Lord. We believe you. We won't fail. We thank you right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Keep you.